T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. What's going on, everyone? Jody Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling this Wednesday morning with the Eagles, obviously, gearing up, but gearing up by waiting to find out who they'll play. We'll find out more, obviously, this weekend. Uh, NFL playoffs start in three days, and the Eagles with the bye week, but they'll they'll get to practice soon. Coaches obviously digging in. By the way, some of those coaches looking to be tagged by other organizations to be head coaches. So a lot going on there with the Eagles. We'll be all over talking about it all. Sixers win, by the way. That's win again. They're on a roll. And we'll get into the level of seriousness we take this season as far as are they a legit title contender because they are looking really good lately. We'll get into that today. Flyers playing better, obviously, and they face Ovechkin tonight. So all of it all on the table here at 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, John. Cranes are built using cranes. Explain that. Cranes, you know, the giant Yeah, I get, I get a crane. Help yep. you build things. Yep. In order to build a crane, you have to use a crane to build it. <laughs> That's pretty cool, man. So how'd they build the first crane? Yep. <laughs> it's a good question. That's a good question. It does make sense. I would think cranes we were used to build cranes. Sure. Yeah. That's funny. Do you man. just stand on a like a like a mountainside to build the guy? Like, I don't know. I I don't know. Stood on a, the side of a building to build the crane the first time. I 
It's Look, I still don't know how they do a canal. I, I just don't. I don't get it. I mean, well, I, that's a lot of work. I don't get it. I don't get it. I'll never get it. But you know, th- that goes for a lot of things. All right, let's hit it here. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So, Eagles. Obviously, you know, we'll we'll see what happens here and who they're going to play and all that. Here's what. There's a few things we know. We know the end of the regular season was ugly. We know it was affected by Jalen Hurts being out. We know he's back. We don't know how good he'll be in the playoffs. They obviously played a little bit of peekaboo uh, this past Sunday. They didn't want to fully put him out there. And to what extent that'll still be the case in the playoffs, who knows? Nick Sirianni talking about how he played through a lot of pain. That's not good to hear, by the way. We'll get to that audio. Um, I'll tell you something I've heard a lot of people say. A lot of a- After this ugly end of the regular season, they secure the one seed, which, of course, was very similar, not identical, but very similar to what happened in 2017. I'm sure many of us have thought about the similarities. Of course, you know, Carson was out for the year. Foles had to get in. So you knew you were going backup quarterback in the playoffs 2017. Now you know you got the starter, but you don't know how healthy he'll be. And both teams, clearly, 2017 Eagles, 2022 Eagles, both with spectacular regular seasons, both obviously played their worst football of the regular season down the stretch. That is indisputable. And, John, I've heard a lot of people say that the way the Eagles finished the regular season in 2017 – plus how the Birds played in the playoffs that year and then winning the Super Bowl, provides optimism and hope, additional optimism and hope, for this year's Eagles. And that even after a leaky end of the regular season, it'll be okay. And I want to find out from everyone today at 215-592-9494 if you are of that mindset. This is almost one of those, let's sort of open up our minds as Philadelphia sports fans. This is almost a little bit of a psychology session here. The extent to which the experience of 2017, as it pertains to us as fans, and to an extent the players, I mean, that's what ultimately matters, the players and the coaches, by the way, most of which are different, most of which, um, whether it factors in in your mind. I mean, I'll tell you from my end, John, it does. I do feel additional hope and belief in this year's team, despite a, a rough end of the regular season for their Super Bowl chances this year based on what I saw five years ago. I mean, I saw it. I, I saw it with my own eyes. This is absurd. It happened. But, but John, but let me this say – idea. But let me, let me say this. Let me say this. I also know – see, here's the thing. I, I do feel a lean in 2017 and what it can represent this year. But I also know intellectually, not in my heart, intellectually, I know that what the Eagles pulled off in 2017 is really rare. It's really unusual. It's an aberration to do in the playoffs what they did with a backup quarterback. And so maybe I shouldn't hold on to additional hope based on 2017, but I'm just telling you, John, I do. I'm just telling you, and I want to find out from everyone. I right, Talk okay. to me, John. Talk to me. 2017 was an outlier. That was miraculous. And 2017 has nothing to do with 2022. Half a decade in this league is is a lifetime. Think about, I mean, geez, uh, think about the teams that were playing in the postseason uh, in 2017. You, you've got the Falcons, the Panthers, the Saints, the Rams. The Rams last year, from year to year in this league, there's a huge difference. The Rams last year won the Super Bowl. The Rams this year had their coach thinking about quitting on the team because it was such a disastrous year. It, it has nothing to do. Half a decade is forever, especially especially when you're talking about a completely different coaching staff for this team, a completely different team for this team. you got carryovers in Kelsey, 
Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Lane Johnson, and and Jake Elliott. <laughs> and then you, you got 50, you know, 40, sure. 48 other guys yeah. that are brand new, comparatively speaking. But you know what's we the have same, John? It's the, it's the one seed, and it's two games to get to the Super Bowl. And okay. that's what's so directly okay. aligned. Well, that's the same. That concept is the same. The team is completely different. You got a different scheme on offense, a new coordinator, an approach, and a completely different scheme on defense, new coordinator, new approach. It, it There is no carryover from five years ago to what's happening now I, yes I, I I understand we have uh, unusual circumstances where we have plummeted over the last month just like we did then it is similar in that regard it really is. but yeah. it doesn't mean we're gonna pull out of the nosedive like we did then because well remember we have a formidable foe to face along our path. Like, let's not forget that, like, the 49ers put a crimp in our style no matter how you cut it. The 49ers are a better team than any of those teams we were playing in 2017. The 49ers have better odds than we do to win it all at this point. We have, we have fallen off to where there are three teams in the NFL who have better odds than we do to win it all. And I know we didn't have the best odds in 17 right I mean that doesn't mean it alleviates the fact that we haven't played better than three other teams in this league it's a completely different situation it's a completely different story and I can't believe like I I know your heart is telling you you want this to be true (laughs) but I saw it I saw it with my own eyes I know we saw it, but that was it was five years ago, and everything is different. Well, now. look, I'm curious where everyone stands at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I mean, obviously, it was five years ago. Uh, to John's point, many of the players have changed. Now, a couple of key players are still the same. Does that experience for you as a fan, and then again, most importantly, for the concept of a team being a team, and it's a different team. I mean, different group, same organization, um, but mostly a different group. Does it give you additional faith and belief in the Eagles' title chances this year? After seeing how both teams obviously played their worst down the stretch in the regular season. Now, I will say this. It's myopic, to use a a big vocab word there, if we view it only like as Philadelphia sports fans through that one. Because there's other teams that have limped into the playoffs. For instance, the Mets this year. I know I keep referencing them, but they, they struggled down the stretch of the regular season. They got caught at the end of the regular season by the Braves. And they were out of the playoffs real fast. So sometimes a great regular season where you, you you leak at the end of the at the end of the regular season, and then you're you're pushed right on out of the playoffs quick. And, and so there are those examples also. But I do know what's in our heart and in our mind is five years ago we saw it happen. I am torn on the extent to which I should lean into it emotionally and intellectually. I'll tell you, I do, but maybe that's foolish. But I, I know I saw a similar sort. By the way, I don't even think this year is as bad. I mean, it's clearly not as bad as five years ago because it's not like they're going into the playoffs with Gardner Minshew as the quarterback, right, which right. is, I mean, we were in a holy hell mode five years ago at this point. I mean, there was talk of, you know, should they play Nate Sudfeld in the playoffs? James, talk to me. I want to hear from everyone, 
592-9494. Does five years trigger something in your mind, James, that gives you additional hope? I don't know how it couldn't. Like, and I understand it's not the same team. It's not the same situation, all that. But we saw an even more unlikely team go on to win the Super Bowl in this city. And that doesn't mean it's going to happen. But we know that it can. We know that a team can limp into the final part, especially with how this ended. The, like, the last three games were like limping, limping, limping. They didn't have Jalen Hurts for two of them. And the last one, they barely tried. Like, we're, we're, like, acting like this team is completely different. They haven't even tried with their full lineup. Like, what, I don't understand how people are so, like, down on this team because of how they played two games without Jalen Hurts, who's the MVP, the engine who runs everything, and then a game where they we all know they were just trying to get out of it with a win and not get hurt. There's like, no doubt about that. So And we saw a much, much more unlikely thing happen in this city five years ago. Yeah, but that it was, was an outlier. Unlike- you know, that's the part, James. And was, that, that is that, an outlier. Unlikely is unlikely. But that's <laughs> my point is this is less unlikely. This is less unlikely. But you know what's more? You know what's likely? What we see every year is the teams that are functioning at the highest level and who are completely healthy when the season ends, the teams that win those final games headed into the postseason, they tend to perform at a higher level. It does feel no, like true. it does feel like it matters the way you end well, the regular season. I know that there are exceptions. 2017 was an exception uh, and it was miraculous and and we will always hold it and cherish that. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's going to happen again. Well, John, it's funny as you're and, and we'll get right to the phones in a moment. Everyone's, you know, sense of of how 5 years ago factors in. Um I'll say this shot as you're just talking there. I actually drifted back into the 2007 Patriots in my mind because as great as that team was, and they were a great team, they won 18-1, obviously they were 18-0 and until they lost at the end of the Giants, that was a team that did not play its best ball at the end of the regular season. They won all the games. But if you remember, they had to beat the Giants at the very end of the regular season. Tom Brady hit Randy Moss with a bomb. That's why they won the game. They barely won the game. They won the game. Like They were not as good finishing that regular season as they had been in September and October when they were just throttling fools. And the Eagles clearly, at the end of this season this year, were not as good as they were in September, October, and I guess probably all of November. So, look, we'll see where everyone stands. How do you feel the Eagles are stacked for the playoffs? There's a flip to this. Well, look, that, look, you, you, you hope there is. No, well, are you, I'm saying, I, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like the, I'm your example yeah. of a team playing poorly at the end of the year, again, I think that's the exception. Look at what the Bengals have done each of the last two years right. where they start extremely slowly and they get a rhythm late in the year. They made a run last year all the way to the final yeah. game because they were functioning at their highest level when it mattered most. That does factor in. That does matter. Say, Look, that that I think that's the norm. The teams that work best together and are healthiest and playing their best football when the regular season ends, it, it is the norm that those are the teams you expect to advance and proceed through the playoffs. What happened in 2017 was not the norm. All right, look, 215-592-9494. What do you make of five years ago, that experience, and to what extent it gives you additional hope or not for this year? Also, it was touched on by John, but what do you make of San Francisco being the favorite from within the conference? I mean, think about it. The Eagles did what they did. They secured the one seed, and the San Francisco 49ers with a lesser record and the need to go on the road, certainly in the title game if the Eagles are there. Are at, if you missed it, it's true. The odds makers have lined up Super Bowl chances this way as of right now. And a seventh-round rookie. I know. Chiefs, Bills, 
49ers, Eagles. Is that unbelievable disrespect? Or does that follow suit based on what we saw from the birds down the stretch this season? Clearly, San Francisco finished stronger than the Eagles. Obviously, the Eagles started stronger than San Francisco. To the phones we go, 215-592-9494. Jeff in Wilmington kicks us off today. Hi, Jeff. Hey, guys. What's going on? Hi, Jeff. Um, Joe, just for the record, I told this to James and John on Friday. You would be on the bubble of my 30 to get to my party. <laughs> well, that, you, that's you, pretty You'd good. have to do a, like a play-in game. Somebody gets sick, sure. you're in. You know I'll, I mean? I'll take that. I mean, the, okay. the, the funny I thing is, lot. Jeff, when it's just to be clear, I – I would turn down your party anyway, but I'd, I'd like the opportunity to be invited, and I'd say, eh, eh. no, I would be there, Jeff. I'm kidding. You, I, I know. I got a lot of friends, though. It, it, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a long list. All right, talk anyway, to me. All right, so I'm, I think I would be more disappointed if they don't get to and win the Super Bowl this year than I was in 2017 because 2017, you know, they were – like John said, it was, I say, lightning in a bottle type thing. I mean, they had everything fall right. The, the guys that stepped up played really well. We knew Carson wasn't coming back. It was just like, all right, you know, our season's over, really. I think most people thought that when he went down. So Yeah, I did, now, I did not think they were going to win. I mean, to be clear, I, oh, I just no, – I, I did not. Espe- I especially at- when you saw how Foles played in yeah. the games against the Raiders and the Cowboys. Yeah, and I was fortunate enough to go to both of the playoff games, and um, it it was it didn't look good halfway through the Atlanta game. Correct, so, that's exactly but, right. But I think because Jalen is coming back, um, and most of the players that are injured are going to be pretty close to full full strength. I think that the expectations are higher. I really do. Well, the expectations are higher. Is that, your expectation that this Eagles team goes and wins the Super Bowl? Like, have, have you? Do you really yeah. believe that? Yeah, I do. I had that uh, probably about halfway through the season. Well, so did I. I did the pr- too, the halfway is- through the season. Yeah. <laughs> that it's changed. <laughs> it has changed. For me, I, and I hate to say this, but I, I boiled this down pr- You know, just prior to the show. Like, Do I really believe as strongly in this team as I did a month and a half ago? And the answer is absolutely not. And then you have to factor in what other teams are doing. And, and, you know, I don't remember the specifics in, in 2017. I do know that what we did was unlikely. Yeah. But I know that there wasn't a team like the Bills who are in a completely unique situation. And, and they are playing inspired football. And they have an additional reason to excel. I know that there, isn't a, I, I, there wasn't a team in 2017 that had, in our conference that had won 10 straight games heading into the postseason. It, like the 49ers have, that have gotten all of their huge playmakers back, Debo Samuel and, and George Kittle and guys who've been injured this year. They're now back, and all they, got, all they have to do is have their, their rookie quarterback like toss the ball to them gently, and they go and make plays if all he, over the field. If he doesn't get rattled, though, which he could because, you know, I mean, he's, he's a rookie and he's a seventh-round pick, and the Eagles would try to get after him. But, yeah, if, if – if if he can hang in there, ten straight games is really impressive. It's, it's incredibly impressive. By the way, John, you just referenced the Hamlin situation when you're talking about the Bills with a very unique sense of something that occurred that can create inspiration. Have you guys thought about James? Have you thought about the fact? I don't know where this stands, but it is, I suppose, given his incredible quick recovery, at least to get to this point. I I guess it's possible he could play in the playoffs and like oh. Hamlin could. 
I'm just saying a maybe, okay, maybe, okay. I hadn't like, thought about like that. Like maybe Hamlin plays in the Super Bowl in no, his first games against the Eagles. Yeah, but that's that I doesn't. I think they put him on season-ending IR. Did they? I'm um, 99. See if you can look into well, that. Well, there was a whole thing about how usually uh, players don't get their fully vested money, right. but they were going to make sure that he got his fully vested. Okay. Contract. Yeah. See, see if he's he eligible. I'd just be curious to know if he's eligible to play in the I'm playoffs. I'm 99 sure he's not. All right. I'll double yeah, check. Yeah, check because I just thought you know I mean that game's not played till February. I have thought about him returning yeah. to play, yeah. but not this year. Well, yeah, I would, I would yeah. think he would play next year. Yeah. But anyway, I just thought, could you imagine if the Eagles are in? Because here's the deal, guys. If the Eagles play the Bills in the Super Bowl, the Bills will be America's darling. I mean, it's just no doubt. It's about just it. what it's going to be. Yes. I mean, there's no doubt well, about it. They'll that. be America's darling against anybody. Like no matter. Yeah, who but it only matters from our standpoint. Of course, if, of course. If, but Bills are are no matter what America's. No, darling. there's no yeah. doubt about it. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let's go down the shore to Tom and Sea Isle. Tom, I don't think people are walking down there without shirts on. Man, it's a little cold down there right now. Yeah, it's not too bad. It's just people walking on a promenade. All right. There you go. But, but anyway, you know, you're right. I don't think the Eagles have the team yet to be to win a Super Bowl. Hmm. I think they got to get, first of all, they got to get rid of Gaddon. I've watched a lot of football years, Eagle football, and over the years, and the defensive teams that they've had, this guy. There's something lacking. There's what don't no, you What don't you like about Gannon? His vanilla defenses he plays. His zones. There's no blitzing. There's no everybody coming after a quarterback. All right, let me ask you a question, Tom. Two questions. Did the Eagles run a similar type of defense? I mean, it was a 4-3, but as far as not blitzing much, did they run a similar type of defense in 2017 under Jim Schwartz? Yes or no? No. Well, the answer is yes. The answer is yes. The Eagles did not blitz much in 2017. Question two, did the Eagles win the Super Bowl from that season? The answer, yes. Is, the answer is yes. I mean, I, I know a lot of people, you know, grew up or experienced parts of adulthood with the buddy aggressiveness and the Jim Johnson aggressiveness. I'm just telling you, Tom, I think you got sucked in to something that's really fun when it works, but it's also um, it, it can leave a team vulnerable. I think Jonathan – like, I'm not saying Jonathan Gannon's exceptional. I'm telling you, I think he's a lot better than you think he is, man. I mean, their defense scores very high on a lot, a lot, a lot of defensive metrics in pro football. Let me ask you a question. Now, you asked me to. Sure. In 2000 – not this year, last year, all the quarterbacks they faced had ratings of 128, 122, mm-hmm. 123. Every good quarterback. Don't you think these quarterbacks and these offensive coordinators figured out that defense? I mean, you watch the game. You watch them. There's nobody on a receiver for five or six yards down the field. There's no chucking a guy at the line of scrimmage. Well, yeah, well, you you're, 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 you're right. There's very little of that, and they do that to protect over the top. I mean, it's, it's like a center fielder in baseball that's going to play deep. You're going to have a, a better chance at a single getting hit, and you're going to have a less chance of a triple getting hit. I mean, it's just – it's risk-reward. You know that we allowed the least yardage in the NFL passing-wise this season, and we led the NFL in sacks <laughs> this season. Tom, what's the issue? The Jonathan Gannon thing is so overblown. Jonathan Gannon, yes, he's got great players to work with, but what he did worked. It totally worked. I I, I think I find the whole thing mind-numbing. I really do. I appreciate the call, man. 215-592-9494. Hey, we had to give away today. See, I'm proudly wearing right now, John. You see, I'm wearing a Phillies hat. 
And I, yeah, I don't wear the hat in in here too often, but I referenced yeah. yesterday. You were, you were told not to at a certain point. I was, but then that boss. <laughs> I'm Spike Eskin. That boss who was never, dang, it's never really my boss. You know, <laughs> I kind of let's be let's be real. I kind of report to myself around here. Uh, no, I Spike Eskin did wield a, a strong degree of influence. Uh, and, and he's yeah, a great, and he's a great guy, yeah, and he, he was a terrific boss. Uh, Spike did not like me wearing the hat, um, but yesterday I referenced um, guys that next month, you know, the Phillies go to spring training, and I thought today, eh, put on the old Phils hat. Love it. Uh, excited for that. Well, we have the giveaway today, Chris. We were proud of how the Phils did in the playoffs. We have the giveaway today, an Eagles playoff hat. How about an Eagles NFC East division champions hat? You can purchase yours today at any of the Eagles Pro Shops located at Lincoln Financial Field. Shop at uh, Rockvale in uh, Lancaster, PA, or in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And, you know, John, it's back on this date, uh, back in the early 1970s, 1973, when the designated hitter was approved um, in the American League. And it was certainly something that many people um, did not like for many years. By the way, some people still don't like I don't hate it as much as I used to, but I still prefer the, the pitcher hitting in baseball in the National League. Grab a bat. If you're going to throw a ball at a dude, be ready to have a ball thrown at you. But, look, I, I accept that it at least it is what it is, and it's not like it's ruined National League baseball now that it's in there. A lot of people have come to enjoy the DH. Um, John, I'll ask you and Seltzer and everyone today at 215-592-9494 as we look to give away this Eagles playoff uh, hat. Uh, who or what is uh, something or someone that – you did not initially like, but much like the designated hitter for a lot of people, you've come around to like. Maybe you've even come around to love. Hmm. John, give me a b- best answer by the end of the show, and obviously be an answer that kind of speaks to the way a lot of people are thinking. Best answer by the end of the show, uh, you'll win the uh, the Eagles hat. John, talk to me. My answer is a person, and my oh my, we've been on a roller coaster with Howie Roseman. Yeah. Uh, ah, yeah. Won the Super Howie Bowl Hero. in 2017. He and then him. things, and then it was, holy cow, look at the look at the draft picks. Look at the mistakes. Well, when you net it all out, Howie Roseman continues to evolve and improve, and he has constructed a dynamite roster again this season. And uh continues to improve. You know, I gotta do it. I yeah, give him a lot too. of hold on, hold on. I gotta I gotta get out, I gotta get out of my chair. Stand up. I mean, Richie, I, I never thought we'd see the day. He's been amazing. They better lock him up long term. And, and by the way, and, and people. <laughs> I think remember he is. how bit mad people got yeah. him the last time? Well, and so, you know, it's funny. When I first referenced this, I, I don't know, a few months back, some people thought I was crazy. He could end up in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Yes. Especially if they win the Super Bowl yeah. again. Yeah. If they win a Super Bowl Two again. time winner. And it's with a different quarterback and a different coach. And by the way, with his age. It's not like he's probably going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, yeah. he's got a shot to be GM for another 10 or 20 years yeah. if, he, if he wants. So, you know, just get ready for that Canton speech someday. Seltzer, uh, talk to me, man. Who or what? something you didn't initially like, but you've come around to? This has come up on the show before a couple times. I So my wife bought me a Kindle, and I said, absolutely not. I need I need the paper. Like Joe says, I need the paper. I need the feel in my hands. Yeah. This is not the same thing. Plus the trophy at the end. Once you read the book, you want people to know you're that a, part, a learned that part, man that, that read part the book. I didn't care. I didn't care about that part. <laughs> I, I couldn't live without my Kindle. It's my favorite thing I own. I got the app on my phone. I read it when I'm going to the bathroom. I do everything. Like, it, Kindles are the greatest thing ever. I'm so happy I was willing to say, you know what? I'll try it. 
and I love it. Joe mm. Kendall. All right, well, listen, Joe. to Kendall. Like, I want to get some. About that. Yeah, it's just I like to I'm have the. Try. I need the trophy at well, the end. I need the trophy. <laughs> it's so I, weird. I need the trophy. Listen, I if I spent a week or three weeks or four weeks reading a book, at the end I want to say this. This is my prize. You did. You read it. You could say you. No, read it. it's all about the ego. <laughs> I got to be able to stack them up, one on top of the next, on top of the next. All right, so I'll give you something from my end, and, and there certainly are others that thought this. Some people were all in right from the jump, or even when they first started. I wasn't, and others weren't. Uh, Game of Thrones. I started Game of Thrones just the first episode, maybe the first thirty minutes or so, maybe maybe three different times, and I was always like, "What in the world is this thing?" And then I remember Darren from South Philadelphia actually bought me season one of Game of Thrones, and um, and it was, and I still was like, "No, nope, not interested." And you guys, John, to your credit, and James, you guys kept hounding me, and I finally said, "All right, I'm going to commit to Game of Thrones." I did, and obviously, I loved it. I think you know that The Sopranos and The Wire, the Three best shows of, of that type of genre, the HBO Showtime, Netflix-type shows of the last, you know, 20 years. All right, 215-592-9494. So give us a great answer, something you initially did not like but have come around to. Your sense of 2017, the way the Eagles limped into the playoffs, and how that factors into your thinking as you see the Eagles this year limp into the playoffs. There are differences, but there are similarities. What goes through your mind when you think back to that and what kind of optimism it gives you for this year? Plus, up ahead, the 76ers, man. We got to give them big props. They have not only climbed back into this season, but they have done so in a way where I think there now has to be consideration of whether they are a legit title contender. We'll get into that and rock all your calls. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. Hey, NFL wildcard weekend is here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel Sportsbook in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers, you can join today and get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up using promo code HAMMER, and that, again, is promo code HAMMER for the best deals always. FanDuel has your favorite bets from the money line of point spreads to player props and more. Plus, you can combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payday with a, uh, a same-game parlay. Now, a lot of different ways. Of course, you can bet, and you can just focus right on Wild Card Weekend and the six games up ahead. Some very intriguing matchups. Find the bet or bets that works for you and lock in with FanDuel Sportsbook, the official partner of 94WIP. Sign up using promo code HAMMER. That always gets you the best deal, including in this chance, your opportunity to place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets, win or lose. Promo code HAMMER, Wild Card Weekend, to make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. All right, Jetta Cameron, John Ritchie. Big show today, by the way. Big show. Big show. Why? How about the Diddy? How about Ray Diddy? 1220 today. We'll talk to Ray, and he'll be in studio with us for a good stretch. Obviously, it's always great to catch up with Ray, and he's willing to be caught up with. What a treat. What a treat. So, the Diddy with us at 1220. By the way, it's... A lot going on because Jaws will join us at 1245. We also got AMA. Uh, get those questions in, Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. Three ways you can get involved with the show. What do you want to know? So get those questions in, Facebook, Twitter, and the text line. Again, Ray Dittinger, 1220 today. Shield Kapadia uh, at 11. So we got a lot happening. 215-592-9494. To the phones we go. Also, we'll get to the 76ers here this segment because they deserve some props. They're playing really good basketball lately. James Harden is playing really good. We'll get to that shortly. Tom right now in Clearwater. Hi, Tom. Gentlemen, good morning. Hey, Tom. How are you guys doing today? Good, buddy. Good. 
Hanging in there. It's a little warmer at the beach here than it is up in New Jersey. Uh, I would think so. <laughs> so, uh, the Eagles in 2017, you know, I mean, obviously, John, like you were saying, it's such a different team than it was back then, but there are some common threads who still run through that team. And it's just uh, specifically the leaders like Kelsey and Cox and Graham, mm-hmm. especially Kelsey. I mean, Kelsey is – and the fact that they got him to come back and play for another year and he's still playing at the top of his game and he's still an all-pro, there are some strands that still run through that team that still reflect on this team. Not a lot, but the ones that are there are important extremely important so that's one thing i think is really important about the whole process and what you guys are talking about today is we've still got those leaders we've still got those guys who've been there we've still got a couple of guys them yep uh, that's really valuable but you know we're talking about we're talking about five guys I, i'm not saying that this is impossible for the eagles to pull off and, and i'm excited to see where this goes but i'm just saying leaning on 2017 as hey look we did it there so we'll do it again I mean, I, I think that's that's just presumptuous. Well, I, w- I wouldn't lean on it, but I would say that there are still those common threads running through it. And we've got ble- better players at other positions than we had back then as well, too. Well, th- that's mean, a good point. I, yeah. I, I believe in our uh, cornerbacks more than I did back in 2017, that's for sure. Yeah. And our pass yeah. rush, you know, 2017, part of what made the, the defense so great is we had eight guys we could roll through on that D-line and – now it, you know we led the league in sacks this year, yep. so that's uh, we can hang our hat on that. We can take a lot of pride in that. Man, yep. it it feels like it feels like there's a big impediment, though, a roadblock in our way, though, with the 49ers. All right, Joe. Tom, I'm sorry, Tom. Give me a great answer, man. What did you not initially like, and and now you do? Oh, something I think everybody in Philadelphia hated when it initially started because we saw a team win 10 games in a season, but then it did get better, even though they haven't won a championship yet. The process. The process. Interesting answer. I'm surprised of that answer, um, in part because those that hated it, and there were, you know, 25 to 40% of people, maybe it is, maybe as high as 50, that hated it, um, to a large extent, their thought has been um, uh, validated to this point because the team hasn't won a title and, frankly, has not gotten to a title um, but, John, they still could. So let's actually uh, pivot to the Twitter poll question of the day and a little bit of last night's game and the Sixers where they are right now. Twitter poll question of the day brought to us by PI Dental Center. Your smile is the first thing that others see when they meet you. So learn about and schedule your complimentary evaluation at PIDentalCenter.com. Today's Twitter poll question, after last night, after the last month, are the 76ers a legitimate title contender? A, yes. B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. I mean, John, they're playing really good right now. And a big part – and look, to be to be reasonable, it's not like they're going through a murderer's row of teams. You look forward to when they play the best. It, it almost feels a little bit like early season Eagles when they're just mowing down all these chumps. Sixers are not playing great squads, last night being yet another example, Detroit. But, mm-hmm. man – they're taking care of business. They did. So you, you can't do it any more better than they did, did last night. I mean, starters didn't even have to play in the fourth quarter. And John James Harden is playing some ball, man. He's, he's playing. He's playing. And you guys know last it's like a triple double every night. It's been <laughs> it's been really impressive. Uh, and I'm not a. You guys know I'm not a huge James Harden um, um, admirer, but he is. He has elevated the program of late. He really has. He and Joel are working so well together right now, and you can see the confidence that this team's playing with. They believe 
that it's just a matter of time and, and they'll be ready when the time comes. Getting Tyrese back and healthy and he's you know working his way back into looking like the explosive dynamic player we've come to love. That's huge. Even Tobias Harris last night. Tobias Harris came out of the gates and was on fire. And it feels like he's finally, you know, becoming more than what we thought he was, which is a really, really nice guy who's extremely overpaid yeah. and, and we just had to live with it. And he still is. Well, but he's he's useful. And he, he, yeah, I think you- every everyone has, like, sort of discovered their role and how they fit. And that's part of why they're playing with so much confidence. They got a real pep in their step and, like, a bounce to it. And and they know that they're they've got things under control now. It is against bad opponents yeah. lately, but I have I have a lot of confidence in this team. Right but they're now. playing better. Look, we'll ask everyone at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Have the Sixers turned the corner uh, to the extent? I mean, they've turned a corner clearly, but have they turned the important corner, which is the the corner where you go from yeah you're good to you can be great, you can be title great. Are are they that, or do you think they're still short? And obviously, if you want to give them props, please do, because they deserve a lot of credit, hard and especially. By the way, I, I'm, I'm curious, John, and i got to circle back, and James, you as well. This goes back, guys, to Christmas Day. When we reconvened as a show uh, at the start of 2023, uh, after you know we'd obviously had about a week or so off through the holidays, we, we didn't even get to a pretty damn big report that came out Christmas Day related to the Sixers. And I'm just curious your your opinion on it, because – this has literally not been discussed on our show. But when it comes from Woj, you know it's got legitimacy. And Christmas morning. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, a lot of people probably don't even know about this because it came out on Christmas. Christmas morning, John. Adrian Wojnarowski from ESPN tweeted, ESPN sources, all-star guard James Harden is seriously considering a return of the Houston Rockets in free agency this July. If he decides against a new deal with the Philadelphia 76ers. Now, this was at a time when they'd started to play better, but they hadn't played as good as they had the last two weeks. Um, My first thought when I heard this was, Harden's looking for a big payday, and this is the exertion of pressure on the 76ers. Hey, I helped you out this year, but no more helping out. You know, like, give me a max or give me something near a max. And lately, he's played at a level that if he could maintain it for the next five years would warrant it. Now, he's not going to maintain that for five more years because he's in his 30s and there's no way he can play like this five years from now. But I think this is James Harden's way of saying, uh, freaking pay me. Big. Sean, what's your what, – and, and by the oh, way – absolutely. But there's also like – does he actually – So I had a kind wait, of – Does he actually want to go to the well, Rockets, well, the, or, the 10 and 30 Rockets? Well, one other thing. So one other aspect of this I found fascinating, and James, I want to get your thoughts because um, – I found this because there was an article in the story. Uh, actually, let me let me find that, James. Give me your reaction. While so I, while... my I, and again, this is like a little galaxy brain. Yep. But my thought was that the Sixers would want that kind of stuff out there. They don't want it to seem that it was this fait accompli uh-huh. that he would just be coming back here on this deal that was already agreed to prior to this thing, and that that whole <laughs> that was my. And I know that's galaxy brain, but honestly, that's what I thought. They're like, oh, good. They want to get other. Like it seems like there's other things. So when he does come back here on a certain deal, it's not like oh, that was already decided, tampering the whole thing. Yeah, and of course they already got nailed for tampering. Exactly. And it was what two second round draft picks, mm-hmm. so it's trying to cover what might have been a wink, wink, nod, nod sort of deal. Well, listen, that's possible, James. Here's the other thing, because John, within this story, you now who knows to what extent 
things are planted from the team, from the player, from the agent, from other teams to a guy like Adrian Wojnarowski. But that was the tweet. When you actually dig John into the story that ESPN.com put up that day that Adrian Wojnarowski wrote, this was a line I found interesting. It said his future with the 76ers remains a fluid proposition, one that has been buoyed with eight straight victories, including a 119-112 win over New York. Oh, this is the day after Christmas. On New York uh, on Christmas Day, right? So this is the day after Christmas. It then says, Harden is on a productive roll with All-NBA center Joel Embiid. And the state of that partnership and the Sixers' postseason success could well telltale factors in how Harden proceeds past this season. And I thought, you know... What's up with that state of the partnership with Embiid thing? Does that imply Embiid's going? No, well, just it, that they're maybe not quite on the same page. I mean, it just it struck me as an unusual. I don't understand that sentence, by the way. I, I don't. Well, basically, that if Harden and Embiid aren't on the same page, that that maybe Harden wouldn't want to be here. I mean, that's... but they absolutely look like they're on the same page. Well, they... but but consider this, because later in the story it says this. Later in the story it says. For all of Harden's history and connection with Sixers president of basketball operations Daryl Morey and CEO Tad Brown, his working relationship with Embiid and coach Doc Rivers resembles something closer to a work in progress. So that's Adrian Wojnarowski saying he's hearing that Harden's closer with the Sixers hierarchy in the front office than the coach and the star player. Like, all right, well, that's noteworthy. Look, we'll find isn't out. Isn't that what we sort of? I, mean, I don't know. I mean, you just you want it to be. Let's all get along. I don't know. I I don't know. Let's find out what people think. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. So your opportunity to weigh in on the Sixers, the Harden thing from a couple weeks ago, which we really had moved right past because we got right back into Eagles mode. Uh, what you make of that? Their recent play, which has been outstanding. His recent play, which has been outstanding. Title contention possibility. Look, the Phillies almost won the title. The Eagles have a great shot to win the title. Are the Sixers now the third team uh, to to have you know a a heck of a shot to to really uh, make the make the town proud? To Joe and Mayfair right now. Hi, Joe. Well, before I get into your uh, your your Sixers uh, talk, uh, let me get into the, to John Ritchie with the Eagles and, and a little bit of pessimism or not a hundred percent sure. Uh, John, do you think the Eagles are going to win their first game? Yes. At home? Okay. I do. So, so they're a final four team, correct? In your mind, they're a final four team. Yes. Black and white. So someone's going to have to come in here after playing two weeks of playoff smack em football mm-hmm. to our stadium against a quarterback who is 17-1 as a starter, correct? You talking about Hurts? Yeah. You're talking about his last 18 regular season games? Maybe. Correct. 15 and 1, I guess, this season. I thought it was 17, but my mistake. He's well, you're going back this... to last year. Correct. Right. Yeah, I mean, whatever, so, it is. whatever it is, it's a good number. Well, it's, uh, yeah, longer. Yeah. I mean, regular... whatever it is. It's, yeah. yeah, he's got yeah. a huge, huge, so your huge NFC clip title success. game, for the most part, will be the 49ers with a rookie quarterback at Lincoln Financial Field against a team that kills quarterbacks in the pocket. So if you're telling me, John, that are going to have an NFC title game here at home, what do you think of our chances at home against the 49ers team? Well, I'm I'm worried about our chances against the 49ers. So you're worried about that, that specific game is that because of 
the 49ers and Brock Hurdy or because of Hurts' health? It's more, it's more about the 49ers, the weapons they have, the defense they have, their ability to run the football, their offensive mastermind that they have as their head coach. Look, I, I like Jonathan Gannon more than it feels like 99% of the world likes Jonathan Gannon, but I do worry about him going up against a guy like Kyle Shanahan. That's my worry. My worry is that Kyle Shanahan will find a way to outcoach our coaching staff because I believe Jalen Hurts has been doing this mostly on his own with decision-making on the field, not by play-calling. Well, I don't think and that's fair, Joe. I, I mean, why is it? Because he, I think he runs the RPO. Well, no, I he mean, Hurts. Hold on, hold on. Hurts is great at that, but I think you're minimizing the fact that Sirianni has dialed up the right type of offense for Jalen Hurts. I'm not saying he's not. I'm saying the decision making on the field. Well, of course, it Hurts. I mean, yeah, Sirianni's not I'm on saying. the field. It's, it's yeah. So of I course. believe he's doing it with smoke and mirrors, because the last three games, whether you like it or not, we didn't run as many RPOs. We didn't run any RPOs. Well, they didn't the have Jalen for two of those games. Well, hold on, but the, but the offense was vanilla and plain and intentionally, intentionally, intentionally vanilla and plain versus the Giants because they were trying to win the game and protect Hurts simultaneously. So and they and they me, achieved that. Okay, so before I get the Sixers, so real sure. quick, Joe, the Saints were twenty third in the NFL against the run. So our coaching staff put a game plan together not to run the football and win a game so Hurts didn't have to play on Sunday. That's my worry. All right, listen, Joe, right, Joe we got to move it here. Give me, give me an answer. What, what did you not initially like that you now do? The, the, the NBA. The NBA used to be great 80s and 90s, and today it's just sh- jump shooting and dunking. It's horrible. It's like all playing right. the other way around. Other way around. That's all right. That's all right. This guy's going what he loved and now no longer does. That's all right. <laughs> Tell me, John, is it is is uh, what did you used to love and now not like the same as what did you not uh, initially like and now uh, like or love? Two, two different things. Two different things. Um, all right, let's go to Warren right now in Gwinnett Valley. Hi, Warren. Warren. All right, Warren, not ready to go. We go to Kevin in West Philadelphia. Good morning, Kevin. Hey, good morning. How you doing, morning? Hi, Kevin. Uh, uh, I have two. I wanted to say talk about the Eagles. I really think the Eagles, uh, they definitely need this week off because they limping into the playoffs. Well, they did. You're right about that. They limping in the playoffs because if listen, if Hurts don't run the ball, we don't win. I don't care how you want to uh, slice it. He has to run the ball. He don't. He's not scrambling and throwing the ball, you know, down the field, game like four or five hundred yards. He has to run the ball. And and that backup can't carry the team. And Lane Johnson, okay, we need him, but he's not going to win the game for us. I think the Eagles are run quarterback first. Throw the ball second, run your, run the running back next. And if they don't change that up, they might get bounced. I see it a little – Kevin, I'll say this. I, I, I'm with you a little bit, but only a little bit. I think they are first and foremost a – this is a difference than what you said. They are a threatened to have the quarterback run at team. To me, that's where it starts, that he might run. And, by the way, he doesn't that often, but the threat that he might is what helps – Miles Sanders get extra yards, and it's what helps open up the passing game. That, to me, is where it starts. Yeah, he has 
Run the ball well, I mean, for them to be most effective, he does have to run it about ten times in a game. They just have to let him have the option to run it. They didn't. They didn't let doing? him have the option. Well, you're right. In this last game, that's right, and that affected everything that the Giants did. It affected the way that they played us. They Look. would not have heated us up the way that they did, especially in the red zone, had they believed that Jalen would tuck it and burn them. All right, Kevin, what do you got on the 76ers? Oh, the 76ers. I was uh, congratulating the team, man, and uh, Doc Rivers and uh, James Harden. They came back in shape, and he playing ball. Playing big ball, I'm, man. I'm happy to see it. James Harden's playing really good, man. Give me a great answer. What did you not initially like, but you've come around to liking? Um, to be honest, Coach Nick Sirianni. You know, that's a good answer, yeah, that's man. That's a, a great one. answer. That's <laughs> a really good answer. Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody had a worse start <laughs> ever. No. No, ever. right, James? Anybody ever? In terms of like an opening Philadelphia introduction sports. somewhere? Yeah. No. Well, no. okay, I'll give you Doug, one. Doug wasn't good, Hold and on. Nick was worse. I'll give you the only one. I'm talking player and coach. There's one. Now it was about six months after he was signed, but it was the first time we really saw him in a game. Ricky Waters. Ricky Waters. Yeah, that that as soon as you yeah. started talking, it popped him at him like that's right there with it. Yeah. No, I mean that. Right. And, there. and by the way, that is right there because right not there. not not only did he alligator arm it at the, you know near the end of that game. The Eagles lost to Tampa Bay, and yeah, I believe the score was—I believe it was twenty to three. Eagles were supposed to win the game. They, remember, Tampa had been bad for two decades, so they lose to Tampa. You don't know that they like, oh, this Dungy guy, and they actually got good players, but we didn't know it. Okay, so they lose to Tampa twenty to three. He stunk. He alligators arms it, and then he for who for what's after the game? Well, you still say that. I mean, for who for what? Of course, is, is Philadelphia lore. Of course. So yeah, that's right there, Joe. It's a good call. Anyway, is, but is Nick Sirianni in, in the clear for you? You know, like I think this postseason, it, it it's still a deciding factor for me. I need to see Nick do what Nick did for the first two months of the year against top flight competition yeah. in order for me to feel like you know I'm I'm fully arrived and secure in the fact that that sure he's the ultimate coach because he looked like the ultimate coach for the first you know, he did whatever it was. Here's here's where here's where I'm at on Sirianni. Um, I do think he's a very good coach. Um, but I, I will use Donovan McNabb, John, as an example. I vividly remember in, um, let's call it 02, 01, 02, Donovan was ascending, and the team was ascending. They were winning more games than they had. It looked like they were getting close to a title. And I do remember thinking at a certain point, this is going to go one way or the other on the basis of whether the Eagles win a championship. And perception of Donovan will be dictated in large part whether he ultimately secures the title or not. Now, it became an incredibly complex, hotly debated topic, the Donovan thing. And the legacy, I would say to this day, is still murky, which is a shame because he was very good. He was very good. And I would actually call him great, but he wasn't great, great. He wasn't historically great. And I, I, what my point to you is I do believe in Sirianni, but I also know fundamentally obviously hasn't won a title yet if they lose if they lose he will be sharply blamed and if they lose for the next three to four years he will be severely blamed yes so you never really know until you get to further results i'm a believer in him as of now i think the goofy stuff is endearing but a little annoying i'm gonna be honest i think it's a little annoying well, yeah, I agree with that, and and my confidence has flagged to some degree. We can definitely say though, compared to his start with what oh, we well, talking way about, way past that, way past what yeah. we expected. 
Yeah, well, I mean, remember, yes, he's way past where that. I mean, he, he would talk about how he hadn't – look, I think it's a credit to him that not having worked this offense, so to speak, until the middle part of last year, he adapted very quickly. To you know, to me, that shows uh, an adept level of uh, I don't know if it's intellect, but football intellect to be able to change how you style an offense mm-hmm. and to do it so successfully after not having previously done it. I think that's a credit to him. I mean, that's 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 good work by him. It is absolutely, and uh, the the way they've brought Jalen along, you know, that is oh. that's that's Brian Johnson, you know, the quarterback coach, but but also Nick Sirianni and Shane Steichen. Because John, I, but I, 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 well, the fact remains, if I'm assigning credit yeah. for the way this season has gone, Howie Roseman and Jalen Hurts are above Nick Sirianni. You know, that's interesting. I'd have to think about that. That is interesting. I'll tell you this. What you just said about how Hertz has come along and the coaches deserve credit, and obviously primary credit goes to Hertz. He's the actual player. Back in those early 2000s as Donovan was coming along, big praise to Andy Reid. Oh, yeah. And, and, and some of the additional coaches, but most of it went to Andy. And I do find it interesting that Sirianni and Steichen and Brian Johnson have not received nearly the same amount of public praise as Andy did when he got Donovan to become, you know, in year two, second in MVP, especially when you consider Donovan was a far more acclaimed prospect entering the league. Jalen Hurts, second round pick. Donovan McNabb, second overall pick. Big difference there. 215-592-9494. We'll talk to Shil Kapati about the Birds, about this weekend's playoff games all up ahead, about the Eagles' chances in the playoffs. That's next. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie on WIP. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.